few weeks ago, I was happily sulking by my swimming pool. What do you want? I just came by to see if there's something I can help you with. I'm retired. My psychotic best friend shows up out of nowhere. Nobody tells me what I want! To torture me over mistakes I made over a decade ago. You're back in the game? I guess. Yes! Woo! Welcome back, man! We're all professionals, we all know the score. This is legit business. 401ks, tax returns, and all. We're gonna move quick, and we're gonna keep cool. My job, my score, get your own! You are alone, you pathetic psychopath! Those are group hugs out of the question. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto V. Coming September 17th, rated M for Mature. Hello and welcome to this Xbox Life episode 259, Console Showdown. Showdown, showdown. I am Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, and with me, as always, is my good buddy Rob. You heard him a moment ago. How you doing, What's Rob? up, everybody? What's up, what's up? Uh, also known as Presar on Xbox Live. And I'm sitting over here on the northwest campus of the the Sexbox Life Studios. North on Sunday. Northeast campus. Did I say northwest? Yes. I meant northeast. I think you said northwest. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll go with that. I did because I'm I probably did. Maybe you northeast did. <laughs> campus. I don't know. And I'm in the southwest campus. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, not southeast. So. And we got one heck of a string between our two soup cans, don't we? That's right. Pull, pull yours a little tighter. Okay, how's that? Is that? Can you hear me now? Oh, much better. <laughs> yes, you? yes. Nice and clear. Clear as a bell. All right. Well, well, Rob, be sure to check out our website sometime. And, and all of you out there, welcome to join Rob at thisxboxlife.com to see all our latest episodes. Um, also, you can visit us on Facebook. That's where the action happens in the community. Um, the very, happens. dude, we got, okay, you know what? I'll save it. I'll save the excitement for later in the show. Okay. But do you have any tidbits of information or just side stuff you want to ramble on about today? Mm, nope, no, no, <laughs> just uh, remember to check uh, for the new title on the uh, Games with Gold. Ooh, is, is it Switch today or is it Switch tomorrow? That's a good question. Um, I today's believe, the 15th, right? Uh, I believe yes. it's on the 16th it changes. 16th? Okay, so... I, my Xbox is on, but I can't check it because I'm, like, paused. Because <laughs> oh, so, you're playing a game as, as you're recording. This has been paused for a couple of hours because I had to go <laughs> do something and I wasn't at a save point, so I just paused. And it's still here, like, several hours later. <laughs> it's still up on my screen. But um, otherwise... Actually, it looks I, like... So it's magic through September 15th, and then on the 16th, it will be uh, Rainbow Six Vegas. Yeah, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Vegas. That's right. So you save yourselves 10 bucks with Magic 2013 and $20 U.S. with Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Vegas. And Rainbow Six Vegas is an old game, but if you haven't played it, it is a great game. It, it Vegas 2 was better. They did a lot of cool stuff to improve it, but I absolutely love Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Vegas series, both 1 and 2. Um, so if you haven't played it, definitely grab it free. Play yes. through it, and if you enjoyed it, then go grab Vegas 2. I mean, you can get it real cheap nowadays. Go grab it too, because it's, it's uh, grab it as well. 
Um, and you'll find out they did a lot of improvements. They did some really cool stuff and just extended that game. Fantastic game. So it's, it's awesome, man. I'm glad to see, even though it's old and it goes against my don't give me old stuff. But if you have not played, it's a fantastic free game. So. And I see a note here that says uh, South Africa members will be receiving Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts instead of Rainbow Six Vegas. Probably so, some kind of governmental thing or something. Yeah, or regional or, or whatever. Yeah. So depending on where you're at, you'll either get Rainbow Six Vegas or Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts. All right. So, All Rob, right. I know for a fact, Rob, that you not only played games this week, but I know for a fact you played Xbox 360 games, or a, at least a game. And I also know for a fact you played with somebody on Xbox Live, which I don't think has ever happened, dude, in the history of this show. Oh, yes, it has. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> but what did you play this week? And... So it was not only three things. Uh, there's a fourth thing. I actually had my microphone connected and turned on, so I was actually even talking to somebody. Oh my goodness! Oh man, that's like, dude. Yes. I think that's like an anniversary. We need to mark this down right now. We need to change yeah. the title to to Rob plays games or something. Exactly. <laughs> and I got thirty points. <laughs> <laughs> wow! He got Notice. an achievement on top of it. So yeah, I think I think I played for what half hour, forty five minutes, something like that. I got more points in that time than I did during the entire play of Brothers, uh, Tale of Two Sons. <laughs> that's so sad. <laughs> oh, that's <just> <laughs> anyway, yeah. So I happened to play uh, Magic twenty thirteen with my good buddy Mark. That's you. Oh, that is me, isn't it? Yes, it is. So we, we played a couple of games of Magic, and I went through, and uh, I hopefully tried to teach you uh, how to play the game and not school you too much. You schooled me. <laughs> I think you made me angry at the game, is really, to be honest. Um, I, and that you was did, not you intentional. Did great, you did a great tutorial. I mean, you definitely did a good job. But what I liked was cool was that, like, when you're playing a tutorial, they don't explain anything. You can't ask questions. And this is one of those games you really – you know, it, it leads to other questions. Um, and I didn't ask you, I don't think I asked you much, but there, it's like, at least I played through the tutorial, so I kind of had an idea of a couple of things. So mm -hmm. you, like, were able to reaffirm those things and kind of, okay, this makes sense. And then, like, you went on, like, to explain better how, like, the certain numbers on the card works. And, like, I was able to ask you, okay, well, it's got a two, and then it's got, like, two symbols for land. What does that mean? And you're able to explain it to me. And that made it a lot easier to play. Yeah. Um, and what I liked is as we're playing it, and you would, you know, play a card, and you're like, I'm playing this card, and you might want to do this, or, you know, because you can see what I have, you might want to play that to attack me, or you might want to wait, because if you attack me, this is what's going to happen. But if you wait and let you, you know, then you could do this, and it, it it's like, yeah, there's a lot there. So I really did appreciate and get a better understanding of the game. Uh, but my final synopsis was this game sucks. <laughs> <laughs> because let me explain why. <laughs> because you, I mean, you like let me win the very first game because you weren't trying to kill me. Uh, well, actually, I got an achievement on our very first match for winning, but that's because something happened where 
like we both were like pausing the game or trying to stop the timer and, and somehow couldn't, couldn't, couldn't get it back going again. We weren't sure what happened. So you quit out and gave me an achievement for winning, which I thought was funny. Nice. Um, so then we came back in and you did let me win the next one. Cause I remember there was a time like, I'm like, well, why don't you just kill me? Cause you had the attack numbers and I had no defense, but you're like, well, I'm just, I want you to learn it. Not, I just, I'm not out to kill you. So I ended up winning that, but that was just the whole thing, you working with me, um, which was really cool. So then I kind of got the hang of it, <laughs> or I thought I did, and you whooped my butt like three, four hands in a row. And then on the last one, I was like, I, I and I thought it was this cool because you one. put that dude out there that had like an eight attack and an eight defense. Like I had one out there, and then you put the same card out, and then I threw out that card that like allows me to take him off oh put him back in my hand or put no i think i was battling him with the same card so they both wiped each other out yep it it allowed me to something to the prey or something about taunt the prey or i don't remember but it was basically essentially it wiped mine out but it wiped yours out too right Mm -hmm. so i could get rid of then you just put him out there and it's like nope get him out of here and I, I yes. slapped down a couple of those you threw out, and it's like, no, put that back in your deck. And I was like, so I had the lead, no points lost. I'm at 20. I had you down to seven. And I honestly yep. thought, I'm actually going to win legit here. The next and, and I was time... really struggling because, if, if you know magic, uh, I didn't have any lands. I only had like three or four lands, and I just I couldn't put anything out because all of my cards were like really high cards in my hand. So... Mark was just basically whittling away at my score because you start with 20, and when you get down to zero, the opponent wins. So continue. Go ahead. Okay, so I got you down to seven, and then you you <laughs> did something yes. to heal yourself with the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. of lands that you had. So all of a sudden, you were back up to 13, just like that. Bam, one so I, I Yeah, I gave myself six health. With one card. So I went on the attack because you had no defense, and I took those six away right away and had you back down to seven. Yep. And that's where my run ended because all of a sudden you throw a card up, and I'm looking at it, and it said put a something about putting wolves cards to the number of trees that you have or lands, and you had like seven lands. So all yep. of a sudden, bam, there's seven wolf cards that all do two, <laughs> two, you know, two damage, yeah. two defense on the screen. Which isn't much. Yeah, it's not much damage, but there's so many there's of them. seven of them. And I'm like, <laughs> that was awesome. oh, no. So, and, and then the next thing I know, I'm minus 13. You <laughs> took my 20 and then took me down into minus 13 and kicked yep. butt. Just like that. Yeah, I mean, and I'm like, the whole game, I was taking you down. You couldn't touch me. Yeah. And then just like just like that, all of a sudden you start throwing the big dogs out and I didn't know what was happening. It was just there was nothing I could do. I had no cards in my hand. And I had yes. you know, and you took out what I had to attack. There was nothing to defend. And I'm yeah, like, this I put game down, sucks. I'll see you later, Rob. <laughs> yeah, I put I put down those seven wolves and then like the next because <laughs> you had some high cards. The the next turn I wiped out all your cards. And then I got you down to two points, from 20 to two points, and then I took you from two to minus 13. No, no, no. Before you took me to two, I had two attack birds in the air. You threw something out that wiped them right off the map and did damage to me. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot about that one. Some flaming bird that did, like, four damage to everything on the table. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, everything I had was like, oh, just disappeared. (laughs) And then you you had all this, then you just took me, yeah, it only took you two turns. Because I think you said, I'm like, well, there goes my guy. It was nice knowing you, Rob. And you didn't wipe me out that round. You took me down. No, you didn't take me down to two. Because you said you, you didn't that first time. Because I said, why didn't you? And you said, I don't have enough. And I counted them up. And it was like, I was like, you got 21 attack there. And you said, no, because the one was on a on a whole. Summoning sickness. Summoning so you couldn't sickness. attack with it. You only had 19 available. No, it was uh, 18. Or 18. and that, That's all I could hit you with. So I took you from 20 to, 20 to 2. And then the next round, obviously, you took me from 2 to minus 13. So thank you. <laughs> yes, I did. Not only did you drive the point home that you... That I suck, but you did it no, no, no. with style. So, you know, <laughs> that was like yep. running up the score, Rob. Just so you know, if that was a football game and you were winning 50 to zero and you decided to go for, you know, the two points conversion instead of kicking a field goal or just keep going in and driving touchdowns in. That's what you did. That's what you did right there, my friend. Poor sportsmanship. I'm calling you on it. <laughs> You're just a sore loser. The game sucks. <laughs> it's like Forbidden Island. <laughs> totally hate it. No, no, it's Magic is one of those games that experience is is the thing that makes you win because all the if you play all these games, you see these strategies that other people use on you and you're like, "Oh, I got to remember that. That just annihilated me, but I got to remember that." And that's how you that's how you learn. You, you learn this game by losing. I mean, you got to get the cards. That's. I mean, I had nothing. <laughs> nothing yeah. was coming up. So yeah, that happens once uh, in a while. Because that's the entire first part of the game. That's what I had. I mean, I could not do anything, and that's why you got me all the way down to seven. And magic, it, it can flip in an instant, I, and I that's what happened in that game. Because <laughs> I've been on the, I've been on the opposite end of that so many times. Oh. Where you're just annihilating the person, and then boom, you lose. Because it's all about the cards and the combos. If I didn't get that wolf card, that card that put out all the wolves, you would have won. That that one card turned the whole game. Yeah. So but, it it was neat. There's a learning curve, um, and then yeah, like just how to yeah. play it. Like when can you throw something out? Trying to learn that. Oh, when you're attacking me, because there was a time like it's my turn. Okay, it's my turn. All of a sudden, you're throwing cards out. And that totally threw me off. And then at the end there, I don't know if I took too long, but right before you took the final kill, all of a sudden I'm like, okay, it's my turn. So I'm looking at what I have, and the next thing I know, it's your turn. Yeah, So that was weird. It's like, what happened? I didn't even get to put a card out. You know, I was zoomed in reading my cards and looking at them. So, and I think I just took too long. I think that's what happened is the timer ran out, Yeah, um, and I didn't do anything, but... I was trying to, that, but I had nothing. There was nothing I could do to, to save myself anyways. Yeah, that timer is annoying, but I understand why it's there. Because some of these games would just take forever. Well, I, I wish that you could, if you're in a friendly game, like you know, like us, where we don't need to put one in, that you could turn that off. Yeah. And just go to the next stage or, or do something. Because especially when you're trying to learn, it would have been a lot better if you ha- had time to explain or I had time to, okay, here's what I've got, can... You know, if I throw this out, is I mean, I know I'm playing against you, but it was a teaching moment. So, yeah, it was it was neat 
excuse me, it was neat. I actually enjoyed it, um, but I, I can't see myself really getting into it. There's, I think there's just because when we quit, I put Diablo three on, and then I started smiling because you know I'm like, oh yeah, here we go. Because it was funny. You're like, you're gonna go play a Twitch game, and I put Diablo three. <laughs> so, and yes, I, I, yeah. So it's not, it's not my style, but it was interesting. And for for me, magic is very much kind of like, uh, kind of like what a lot of people get with solitaire, where it's something you can play a game and what, maybe five minutes, 10 tops. Right. So you can sit there, you can just crank out like a game or two and be done with it. You know, it's, it just passes that like, um, just, it's just there to pass the time for a little bit. You're not invested for a very long time. Although some games can go long if, if there's really uh, good players involved because they just keep countering each other and, and building up their health and, you know, so the deck that you get is, is very important. And, you know, going back to the teaching, one thing that's very important, uh, in this and, and a lot of games, particularly like with the board games is going through the mechanics is one thing. Like anybody can learn, you know, what this is, what that is, what this part of the card is, you know, the order that you play. But the thing that you miss in a lot of tutorials is why. And that's the thing that people struggle with, and that's what is, uh, that's what makes like a good teacher uh, versus uh, like a bad teacher. Because when somebody explains to you, okay, you have these five cards, but you would play this one, but not this one, or this one. Here's why you would play that first one because it does this and this and this, and it sets you up for the future. That's the thing you can't get out of tutorials, right? And and that's the thing that really helps. Uh, jumpstart the, the the learning of a game, so that, that's at least what I hope uh, I imparted <laughs> onto you uh, no, this you afternoon did. versus uh, versus my last schooling that turned you off from the game forever. <laughs> no, you didn't turn me off. Um, <laughs> no, but kidding. you did. You did impart that because at one point there was an opportunity you were going to attack, and I could have blocked, but I but it made me think. I'm like, okay, if I do this, you'll both of us will lose our cards. And if I let you take just that two points away from me, that guy's going to be gone. Then I can attack you with this card and take two points because your guy will now be unable to defend. Right. And I had more points on my person than you did. So it allowed me to take you even further. So I actually let you attack me where normally I'm, you know, I would have thought, oh, I got to defend. But it made me think, oh, wait a minute. If I defend, I lose it. If I don't, I keep it, and I can, I'd can still attack you because you'll be open to the attack. So, you know, again, but then you throw out an instant or something. I mean, not, you know, there's always that other variable. But, no, it made me kind of think and look, and um, I still made several mistakes today. But that, And that's how you learn. That's the yeah. only way you learn in this game. By screwing up and screwing up bad, that's how you learn in this game. And. Uh, like I was telling you earlier, Mark, I first started playing Magic about 15 years ago, so I've got a little bit of a <laughs> advantage on you. Granted, I didn't, I haven't played a whole lot over the past couple of years, but there's there's a lot of uh, a lot of games that I've played where I just got annihilated, and and that's where you learn. It's like, okay, where did I screw up? Okay, this is what I did. I should not do that again in the future. <laughs> and that, that's that's the only thing that separates good players versus bad players in this game. And that's experience just by playing it and learning how the cards work and 
when to take risks, when not to. So, yeah, Magic 2013. Uh, that was fun. That was definitely fun. Yeah, we might have to do it again sometime. I, I think the one thing is it gave me some enough information that I can go play the single player and maybe have a little bit more confidence and a little bit more understanding of playing against the computer. Yeah. And, and then as I go through that, and maybe sticking with one deck so that I get to really understand what those powers are instead of, because I got like three different decks and like the one, the blue one made no sense to me. But I, was that the one I was using at the end? No. No, at the no, end. I was on the green. The, uh, yeah, the one with the, the forest. Yeah, the forest one. I think that was the one I actually liked the best. Yeah, um, that's a good. But one. I, I liked the red one too because there was a lot of the flying. The mountains, yeah. Um, I liked the birds and stuff because that seemed to be kind of beneficial a couple times. But I don't know. There was some stuff in the mount in the green forested deck that I kind of seemed to like better. So I might try to play with that in the campaign and just kind of try to learn all those. And then maybe we'll come back in a week or two and maybe I'll say, okay, let's Rob, let's try it again. <laughs> oh yeah, and let me just mention that. Uh, I've played the campaign. There's some some games where the computer is actually, or the the computer opponent is actually really tough. So uh, you you can easily get schooled. Oh yeah, I'm sure because <laughs> it does not make mistakes. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Like we would. Yep. So did you play anything else other than Magic? Um, this is. Uh, and nothing else I'd really want to talk about. Just uh, magic, and it was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun uh, to be online and chit chat with you and play that. As we get, definitely got to do it again. Cool. Well, of course, obviously, I played magic. <laughs> no way. Um, I also played some Splinter Cell Blacklist. Of course. And um, but very little. Man, dude, that game's like disappeared from my. You know that dude. That was the game. Diablo three came out last week. Okay. Yeah. And this was something I'm like, yeah, I'll probably like it because it's like Torchlight, you know. And But I never played – I played Diablo 2 like very little on the computer back in the day. But I never really got into it. I played it for a little bit, but, it, I, you know, maybe a level or something, and that was about it. Dude, I am <laughs> – I've been staying up way too late. I've been putting way too much time in this game. Um, I'm on my fourth playthrough. Wow. And we'll probably complete it. Well, I probably won't complete it tonight, but um, I will definitely have my fourth playthrough done by tomorrow night, or sometime tomorrow night, probably. I've played played it through on normal, then played it through on um, nightmare mode. Beat that. Played it through on hell mode. Beat that. I'm now in the hardest mode of Inferno, or I don't know why they. they I don't. I would say it's the hardest because I'm playing. I played all of them on medium. There, there's like different. There's like normal, nightmare, hell, and Inferno, and Inferno is like the top. But yet you can still set the difficulty. I've been playing everything on medium, and it's been pretty good, challenging. Not really hard, but challenging. So on my last playthrough, because GTA comes out on Tuesday. I actually, like, I don't want to, and I kind of just want to get it done. There's a whole bunch of achievements for beating all the bosses on Inferno level. So I dumped it to easy, and it's like a cakewalk. Um, and I'm just schooling out all everybody. But I've, I maxed out my rank. I got rank 60. Now it's like 
you're doing like prestige levels and I guess there's like a hundred levels of prestige once you hit 60, but I'm like 60 prestige one right now. Um, I, I, and it was just, but the game is so much fun. I'm having a blast. Oh, I'm yeah. really enjoying it. But now it's Great. like my goal tonight is to get as far as I can. I'm on act two or am I? Yeah. Act two. So I got to get finished this. I'll have this finished here really quick i'm almost done with act two so i'm hoping i'd like to get through if i can get through act three tonight i might try to speed run the fourth act and be done with the game tonight um and then i gotta send it back dude i gotta i gotta get it out of my house because it's one of these things that just oh my gosh i can't stop playing it (laughs) it's like i want the new loot i want this oh look at this bow and arrow i just picked up it does a thousand damage and has all those oh it's it's um it's fantastic, Rob. You should get it. Uh, I know you love Torchlight, but this is a fantastic uh, version of this game. It is. I, I really don't have any complaints on this game. Um, no it way. runs. It runs so smooth. I have had tons of. I've had four player co op, three other people on, on the game, and. It, it it's, it's never lagged out on me. I've I've uh, uh, it's never slowed down. There's tons of creatures on the screen. The game looks fantastic. There's so much magic and all these different effects. You know the the wizards and the barbarians and everybody's spells and everything's popping at once and explosions and uh, you know freezing rain and arrows and grenades and you know just rapid fire and all all this stuff going on at the same time and the game runs just so smooth and i'm like how nice. are they doing this on an 8 year old system with 512 mega ram on it <laughs> you know i think we talked about this last week didn't we um maybe a little bit i thought we mentioned this so maybe i had oh i did get the game early i think i After think i, Blizzard's I, think got, I it going got it or maybe it was out for 2 weeks but i i can't remember but all I know is I've been playing this solid for like the last week, dude. This is, I, I've never gone through a game four entire times through the campaign. And I'm on my fourth run right now. So my goal is to get that done and then probably get it out of here. Because <laughs> there's get no out. way I'm not getting all the achievements in this game. If you want all the achievements in this game, you're going to be spending probably 100 hours or more. And you're going to do a tremendous amount of grinding out for gold. Because I just got yesterday my achievement for 500,000 gold on my third playthrough. Near the end of my third playthrough, I got it. Okay? Half a million yeah. gold pieces. There's an achievement for wow. 5 million gold pieces. Wow. So, so playing three times, I only got a half a million. <laughs> So you do the calculation and the numbers in your head, but um, game's fantastic. If you haven't played it, it is a great rendition. Um, it, it, it's I've talked to some other guys that have played the PC version. I think I think it was Niacin was saying that. Um, um, apologize. It was either Dirty Bite or Niacin that was saying that they liked this version better than the PC version, um, and that's from someone who's put a ton of time into it on the PC. Um, I, I love it. It's no, you know, it just runs great. It's fantastic. They, Blizzard did a, an amazing job with this game. So anyways, that's enough. I'm I'm blushing. That's a lot of high praise. 
Yeah, it's fantastic, dude. I love it. It, I I really want to kind of keep it because it's that good. Oh, wow. I I was like, this is one I'd be happy to have in my collection. Um, And dungeons are random, right? uh, You know what? They say that, but... I've been I've been through this the fourth time, dude, and I'm like these levels are all laid out the same. Well, they start looking the same. Well, I don't know. I, I am tired of doing all the running around and back and forth, and yeah, you know, it's like someone made a comment. I wish that once you've played this a couple of times through, that the map would just be open for you to see it. You don't have to rediscover it all. But oh yeah yeah yeah. But um, no, it, it's it's a blast to play. Um, it works great online, so. But enough of that. Good game. Highly recommend it. You like it lots. So, but we are running short of time. We've got some topics today. We have to forty uh, minutes. Almost. Yeah, we got to cut this off today early. Unfortunately, it's going to be a shorter show, folks. But we got to definitely talk about the big item of the week, Rob. Because, and I guess the good thing was is that there there was not a lot of news this week. Yep. Um, so there was really one big topic, and I'll let you introduce that. Okay, so Nintendo actually released a good game. No, no, <laughs> that's not true. All right, so for the NES, <laughs> yeah. All right, so the big discussion actually is something that's been going on for quite some time now, past couple weeks, couple months, or whatnot, and that's the Xbox One versus the PS4. So there was an article in Edge uh, online. I don't know if it was in their magazine. Uh, it probably will be. But uh, I'm going to read you the article. It talked about the real differences between the PS4 and the Xbox One performance-wise. You ready? I'm ready. Hit me. You ready for this? All right. So the PlayStation 4 is currently around 50% faster than its rival, Xbox One. Multiple high-level game development sources have described the difference in performance between the consoles as significant and obvious. Our contacts have told us that the memory reads on the PS4 are 40 to 50% quicker than the Xbox One, and its arithmetic logic unit is around 50% faster. One basic example that was given uh, uh, suggested that without optimization for either console, a platform agnostic development build can run at around 30 frames per second at 1920 by 1080 on a PS4, and it'll run at around 20-something frames per second at 1600 by 900 on the Xbox One. So those are different. Uh, the PS4 being, I, I think it's uh, just normal HD, the 1080 HD, and then the 1600 by 900 is uh, a bunch less. I don't know how much less that would be, like 80% of the the size of the other one or so. Uh, Xbox One is weaker, and it's a pain to use its ESRAM, concluded one developer. Microsoft is aware of the problem, and having recently upped its clock speed of the Xbox One, it's working hard to close the gap on the PS4, although one developer we spoke with to downplay the move. The clock speed update is not significant. It does not change things that much. He said, of course, something is better than nothing. Even this close to launch, the hardware isn't locked, said another source. Sony and Microsoft are each still working on the graphics drivers 
for each console, and Xbox One is lagging behind in this regard. Microsoft has been late on their drivers, and that has been hurting them, said one source. Another described Xbox One's graphic drivers less charitably as horrible. Both consoles' graphics drivers will continue to improve right up to and beyond launch, which will even up the differences in performance a little. Xbox One does, however, boast superior performance to PS4 in other ways. Let's say you're using procedural generation or ray tracing via uh, parametric surfaces, that is, using a lot of memory writes and not much texturing or ALU. Xbox One will likely be faster, said one developer. Both platform holders are, of course, encouraging developers to take advantage of each console's unique features. For example, the DualShock 4's touchpad and the Kinect, for example. But there's little enthusiasm for either, um, for either among the developers we spoke to. They really want us to make use of platform-specific stuff to give their version a leg up over the other, said one source. But there's... But unless there's a good design reason or incentive, we rarely do. Indeed, despite that gulf in speed, differences between cross-platform launch window games will be negligible. With tight deadlines to meet, it's much or it's more expedient for developers to deliberately create near identical versions. The poor graphics drivers have made it difficult to push either of them, and the developers aren't familiar with the hardware yet, said one source. Another stated that we'll begin to see far greater use of each platform's unique features once we're past the first wave of releases, when developers have more time and experience with each console's quirks. One source uh, even suggested that enforcing parity across consoles could become a political issue between platform holders, developers, and publishers. They said that it could damage perception of a cross-platform title, not to mention Xbox One, if the PS4 version shipped with an obviously superior resolution and frame rate, better to castrate the PS4 version and release near identical games to avoid ruffling any feathers. This claim was later countered by a contact at a different studio. It would be totally fine for us to make one version prettier without any political difficulties, but it's usually, it usually doesn't make financial sense, they said, unless it's a very simple tweak. The differences between cross-platform launch window games will be small, and improved graphics drivers plus the power of the cloud might yet tip the balance in Xbox One's favor. Nonetheless, at launch, PS4 will be the more capable console. Wow. How about that, huh? <laughs> I, That's a little bit of doom and gloom there. You know, I don't know. It's it to me. It's just more hate aimed towards Microsoft. I just I don't get it, dude. I've never seen so much. Let's see whatever we can to try to make everybody to attack like another company on their product. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, don't, I it's just bizarre. These, you know, do you? These, I mean, do you agree with it? Do you think that there's that much of a difference, or you're going to see that much? Because I don't believe we will. I don't believe, uh, say, five years from now, when they're doing 
video comparisons between the two. I do not believe you're going to notice a difference. You can't you can't tell a difference now between the PS3 and the 360. You know, and they're very different hardware. They're very different. The the PS4 and the Xbox One are doggone identical. They're they're the difference is your 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 memory and and you know other other than that that's really about it. The speed of your memory. Yeah. So I I don't know. It's uh, Microsoft. You know, I'll go ahead. I, I think people are just trying to make these comparisons just because. You know, for these guys, it probably sells magazines. It gets viewers. It's almost kind of like a, a publicity thing of sorts because this thing is going on by, you know, a, a source from the industry said this. Well, who said it? What are their claims? Is it legitimate? You don't know. And comparing these two is literally like comparing apples and oranges, I think. Where if, let's say the Xbox One is an apple, PS4 is an orange, you can use all these claims. You know, they're both fruits, but the, you know, the PS4 is like, oh, our, our console is juicier. Well, okay, yeah, it's juicier, but the Microsoft Xbox One is crisper. <laughs> you know, it's just, they're, they're the same thing but they have different talents and you can't blast one for not having something because it has something that the other doesn't have. It's just, you, you can't equally compare them. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Um, no. Well, I mean, everybody's going to look at the specs. They got to look at the hardware specs, but the specs mean nothing like on my computer. My computer is an it's an i7 something and it's got certain gigahertz. I don't even know what it is, and it doesn't matter. It does not matter anymore. And I think that's the same thing with the the consoles. How much memory it has? Yeah, it's important, but it doesn't matter. We have great games today on 512. These things have what uh, 16 times more, but granted, it's split right. They're, well, they're, it, what, yeah, it'll. I mean. And here's here's another aspect of it coming from an Xbox perspective. Sony's PlayStation 4 is going to have 3 gig of memory dedicated to games. The other 5 is dedicated to the OS and anything else that's going to it's going to be able to run and do in the, you know in the background. Yep. The Xbox 1 is going to have 3 and a half gig dedicated to games with 4 and a half gig dedicated to the OS and the you know and again you know, you might think, well, why do you need so much to the OS? Well, in the Xbox One case, that's what's going to allow you to do the the snapping in of yep. t- uh, Twitch or Skype while you're playing a game, or you can watch a movie in Skype or whatever. You're going to be able to do multiple things at the same time. Right. But right. the Xbox One is going to have. I mean, if and all these people that are complaining and talking or, or doing all this, these are gaming publications. You know, all these reporters, for the most part, are gaming. So that's and this is a gaming council from the perspective of the hardcores. The, all of us that are buying it day one, we're buying it to buy new games and play the new games, have the new hotness. We're not buying it to watch TV. So I'm going to look at it from a video game comparison, and I think having an extra half a gig of RAM on the Xbox One over PlayStation 4 for my games is pretty good. I think that's going to really help out on on certain things. But looking at the 
you know, the speed of of the stuff and saying, oh, well, the RAM on the PS4 is faster, you know, or is is it really going to be that big of a difference? I mean, we're having such a leap over what these consoles can do now. And when when I want to say in, in the, in, on that same thought process of the hardware, okay, the, the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One are very similar, okay? You've got 8 gig of DDR5 on the PlayStation 4, 8 gig of DDR3 on the Xbox yep, One. That's right, that's right. You've got, on the on the PlayStation 4, it's a single-chip X86 AMD Jaguar processor with 8 cores. Oh, you got to say it the British way, Jaguar. Jaguar, okay. <laughs> Jaguar. The Xbox One, the X1 has 8-core mm-hmm. Microsoft custom CPU, okay? So yeah. it's, you know, so you still have an 8-core chip. Same thing, eight core CPUs. The GPU, uh, they're both by AMD. They're both yep. Radeons. The 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 PlayStation Four has one hundred eleven one thousand one hundred fifty two shaders, where the Xbox One is seven hundred sixty eight shaders. I don't know what the difference there is. I don't I don't know what the shaders and how, how that's going to impact anything um, on my games, but. Okay, so that's our current technology. Now, the PS3 was supposed to be so much substantially better because of the cell processor that Sony went out and spent a whole ton of money on to design that developers didn't like because it was a pain in the butt to work on. In fact, Rob, if you recall, we actually had a developer on our show many years ago who stated that fact. And their interview on our show actually made news on other sites, which I found was kind of funny because none of us even said anything to any other sites. That wasn't our thing. It appeared all of a sudden on other sites. His comments that he said on our show. So you know that yeah, was, that from was somebody like when that did CNET that. even linked us, I think. Yeah. So you know this was from a developer. This wasn't just a bunch of fanboys going, "Oh, Sony sucks." You know, we had we got it right from the core. So that was supposed to be so much better. It was all this real fancy thing. And what do we have today? The Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3. Their games together are identical. I've never seen anything that's just like, wow, I'm blown away on a PlayStation 3. Sure wish I could see that on Xbox 360. Yeah. Anything you can do on the one, you can do on the other. And yep. when it comes to the video games, not, not, not the services, I'm talking strictly video games, how they look, how they play, what you can do on one, you can do on the other. That's what I, that's, that's what most gamers want. Exactly. Something that looks good, that's fun, that's going to have new ways to play, that's going to expand my gaming experience. And when I look at PlayStation 4, it's more of the same. It's a PlayStation 3 with an improved graphics. That's it. I look at Xbox One, it's like, okay, I got improved graphics and speed, just like PlayStation 4, but I also have the ability to snap apps, multitask, um, you know, HDMI in, control my TV with my voice if you want. There is the Kinect 2.0, which we haven't seen. You and I haven't seen. I don't even use my Kinect. It's unplugged. Um, but I can see if they've made the improvements that they talked about where I will probably make very good use of it um, on the next version. You know, so yep. there's smart glass, you know, this, oh, yeah. this is they, – they didn't get rid of Kinect. They're, they're keeping it. They're making it on, on everybody. What did Sony do with Move? They scrapped it because it, it obviously sucked, 
They couldn't sell enough. It was doing no good, so they're not even bothering with it. You know, it's not there. So that's how they're undercutting. That's all their goal is to just, quote, to win. That's it. At, at any cost. So they're going to give you PlayStation 3.5 to win with slim. no move to, to win in the sales market. Guess what? PlayStation 3 already beat Xbox 360 in sales. Microsoft is number three on the current generation. Are they still a success? Yes. Will they be what, a success yet next time? Thir- they will 30 end up months number now one. at number one, I think. Uh, in, is that right? in the U.S. Yeah, 30 Only months, in the right? U.S. market. Yeah. So... But yeah, we will be number, probably be number one again in the U.S. market or in the North America. But Microsoft will end up number two on this console gen, you know, compared because the Wii U is, Wii U's going, they're number one right now. Come November fifteenth, they're immediately day one will be in second place <laughs> because yeah. they will sell. Sony will sell more PlayStation fours on day one. I bet the pre-orders have already put it in number one. Yeah. And, and come November 22nd, Wii U will immediately be in third place because Xbox One will sell more copies of the Xbox One on day one than the Wii U has sold since uh, in a year because that came out November last year. Yep. You know? So, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, PlayStation 4, Sony's, they're already number one. They're already going to win the next generation. They already have. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, do I care? No. Don't. But I think Microsoft, what I like about them is they're giving us something new. They're pushing the technology because think about it. This console in our in our rooms have been here for, what, eight years? We've had this thing for eight years. The next one's going to be designed to be even longer. Okay? So do I want a PlayStation 3.5 ten years from now? Or do I want an Xbox One that right out the gate is trying to innovate and has that ability built in? And it's already planned. I know what they're going to do down the road. You know, and they didn't they didn't waffle and backtrack on their hardware saying, well, we, we won't put connect in because nobody wants it. They believe in the tech. They're sticking with it. They're putting it in there. Every developer is going to know it's there when it's there on every box and going to be used with every game. You're going to see more improvements and advancements on that technology. PS4 will not have that period. You know, you bring up an interesting point and something I really hadn't thought about before, where we've had these consoles in our homes for so long, and it's okay. There's, like, no compelling need to, like, I got to have something newer. Granted, options-wise, <laughs> there really isn't much. But the, the thing is, normally... After a year or two, you'd be looking for something newer and better. These systems have evolved. They've gotten better as they've aged. So it's it's like having a new system every couple of years. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the dashboard update was huge. Yeah. I mean, when we it got keeps that it new, new dash, and fresh. Yeah, this console doesn't – the current 360 looks nothing like when it first came out. I mean, that's what's kind of funny. If you – if you were to see, like, someone brand new, there, I mean, there will be new people that will be getting into consoles and buying a 360 because they're going to be, like, 50 bucks, 100 bucks here at the yeah. end of the year, you know? Yeah. There's going to be new people. Okay, you know, let's let's get on. that. They're going to get a system that is nothing like what it first started out as. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and, I mean, we didn't have Connect. We didn't have Avatars. We didn't have um, this Dash. We didn't have... 
you couldn't watch Netflix on the thing. I mean, was it blades? Was it was, it was yeah, they called them blades. Yeah, and it that. was just a few colors. And the big thing there was, ooh, you can put a background, you know, the theme. Mm-hmm. I don't yep. think anybody even uses themes anymore. You know, I mean, it's it's you know, you had your gamer pick, which no, I don't think anybody uses those anymore. It's like funny. Didn't we unlock a gamer pick today, Rob? When when we first went into the the multiplayer game. Yeah. It said something like Gamer Pick Unlocked. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know what it is. I never look at a Gamer Pick. Avatar yeah. items, I will sometimes look at. But even though sometimes I'm like, whatever. You know, whatever. But Gamer Picks came from when this thing first was around. That was like something cool. Now it's like, who cares? It's it's so old school. It's eight years ago. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, we've evolved past the original dream of the 360. And that's what I like. To, to know that it's that way, and then you look at the PlayStation 3's dashboard, dude, mine still looks the same as it did the day one. And yeah. I think I got advertisements on it now that probably weren't there at first. You know, and I, and I know it's it's evolved. I'm not trying to say the PlayStation hasn't. I don't use it enough to know what it has right, right. evolved from. But I know from day one when I got it, and I booted it up today, it still looks the same. You know, I've had updates. I never know what those updates do. But the 360, there's a big difference. I mean, it's obvious just from looking at the difference between the two dashboards. So they've extended the life that way. And I think mm-hmm. when we've never seen that before. So I like what they did in the past. Yeah, because, you know, looking back in the olden days, you had your Atari. And then after a while, you're you're, you're wanting that new system. But, uh, I and they, used to, they used to come out every – no, but they used to come out every couple of years. Yeah, because they had the not. 26, then the 5200, I think. Yep. But and the, yeah, Sega's, the Nintendo's, I mean, they came out, what, every three to five years there was a new console? Now we're like, eh, eight years to ten years? How long do we think the next one's going to last? I think the next one's going to be around even probably ten years before we see another console. Yeah. If we I even guess... see one. Maybe we won't. Yeah. We don't know what the future holds or how it's going, but I'm pretty sure my X1 is going to be in my house for probably 10 years. Yep. So. We should probably step it up. I think we're going to be running out of time. Yeah, we are. <laughs> so, but anyways, it, I, just, I, I think my, my last word, it's a bunch of hogwash. I, I don't yeah. think, I don't, I don't think the 50% faster is true. I don't, uh, you know, that might be the raw number. You know, if that's what you want to look at, but I think you said it. The this, if the software is not designed to take you, care, uh, use of it, or you don't have, or the console doesn't allow you into all those resources, it's not going to make a difference. You know, yeah. You may have faster RAM, but guess what? I've got more RAM dedicated to games than you do. So you know, that's got to offset any kind of speed by having more available memory. You know, you yeah. can be faster, but you're going to have a choke point. Yeah. So. Yeah, I look at just look at cars. This is my last analogy. Like my truck has, it's like a 400 horsepower engine, V8. But the thing is, my truck weighs over 6,000 pounds. Yeah. So it's not going to move fast. Right. So uh, you know, you can have a car with 200 horsepower that might be faster. So the numbers don't matter. It, It just does not matter. 
those days of where the numbers matter, that was a long time ago. It's how you use it. Yeah. <laughs> the size, <laughs> the size isn't important. It's how you use it. Exactly. Whoa. Whoa. All right, let's get let's get rolling, my friend. All right. Yes. Let's do it. You got the first story, my friend. Oh, we. Oh, okay. So we're done with both of those. Yeah, the the right. second one was just a response there from Microsoft, okay. but it was I couldn't find the one that I read because there uh, Albert Pinello uh, from Microsoft had this. I read the article and I can't find it. I cannot find where I read it, but he had this long thing about contra, you know, basically discussing technically all the things that the, that article you had was saying how a PlayStation Four is much better, better. He countered every one of those and explained why that's not the case and why those claims were false. I cannot find that article. I do not know what happened to it. I can't. Maybe I it got pulled. I, I don't know. Possibly. I only read a couple of sites and I cannot find it on either of those sites. Well, maybe we'll talk about it next week. Maybe. Maybe that, we'll that'll be that might be interesting. So. Okay, so moving on. So Star Wars Pinball, it came out, uh, what, two months ago, something like that? Anyway, uh, it came out, then uh, there's going to be more tables coming out this fall. They're adding another uh, three, uh, the Balance of the Force table feature Darth Vader, Return of the Jedi, and Starfighter Assault tables. What? Okay, so three tables. Three tables. <laughs> yeah. Star Wars Pinball Balance of the Force is the name of the title. And look for it uh, in the next couple months. Alrighty. Rob, do you know what Unity is? Uh, the graphics engine or the Cisco voicemail system? Um, not Cisco. <laughs> I don't know if this is graphics, but Unity... It's one well, of the most popular cross-platform game development suites. Oh, okay. It's, it's a are, suite. It's a suite offered today, and it's the backbone of popular games such as Kentucky Route Zero, Gone Home, Surgeon Simulator 2013, Project Eternity, and Deus Ex The Fall. Okay? So this is a, a cross-platform game development suite. So... Unity on Xbox One will be officially supported sometime in 2014. This collaboration is part of a new partnership between Unity and Microsoft that was announced this summer. So this is uh, so we'll see Unity not only on Xbox One but also on Windows Phone and PC. So this is kind of cool. We this I think is going to open up the doors for uh, again obviously cross-platform game. So, you know, maybe even outside of Smart Glass, we might have the ability to have some crossing over with, like, our mobile phones and PC and Xbox games. So, okay. we'll, we'll, as this kind of develops, we'll have more for you. But I just thought that was kind of interesting, uh, again, how the future of Xbox One is looking. So, it, it'd be cool to be able to play, if we had, was it Shadowrun? Allowed 360 players to play against people on PC. You could play the Shadowrun game. Mm-hmm. Um, that was kind of cool, you know. So yep. if we get more opportunity to play against PC players, eh, that can be interesting. Can you imagine playing Battlefield 4 against some PC gamers? <laughs> you get killed. Annihilated. Yeah, probably. Because PC <laughs> players, they cheat. <laughs> They're using their elbows to press buttons and... 
They're using their nose, knuckles. They're, they're like pressing 15 buttons at once. Fancy Logitech keyboards with all the macros in it, and they're using aimbots and a bunch yeah. of hackers. Hacksors. Hacksors. All right, that'll generate some hate mail. <laughs> yes, it will. Yes, it will. Sarcasm, right. people. I'm kidding. Yes. <laughs> and sarcasm. Okay. Uh, Dead Rising 3 coming out uh, on November 22nd. It will have an immense world. It's, they say it's going to be larger than uh, Dead Rising 1 and 2 combined. So that's uh, that's, that's pretty impressive. So with Xbox One, they had the ability to make the world so large uh, that you can put the other two games in it. And they're saying that because of the size, they estimate that people will be using vehicles half the time for traveling purposes. Hmm. So, interesting. I wonder if that could make it not as fun. Because I know in some games, it's such a hassle to have to keep moving from place to place. Yeah, I... I guess, but if you've got like a million zombies between you and your next base and your job is just to slaughter them all in fun ways, that could still be fun. Well, but then that could also be a pain for the pain because now <laughs> yep. you're trying, you're doing this painful process to get from point A to point B and you got all these dudes in your way. <laughs> well, if I'm not timed, then that makes it easier. <laughs> yes, so. absolutely. So look for uh, Dead Rising 3, November 22nd right. on launch day. All right, Rob, Grand Theft Auto V hits this week. Yes. And it seems now, I don't know if you know about this, but I know someone mentioned this in our Facebook group today saying, uh, did you hear the rumor that the Grand Theft Auto multiplayer is not going to be available at launch? Um, it's not a rumor. This is true. The multiplayer component of Grand Theft Auto V is called Grand Theft Auto Online. This will not be available this Tuesday. It's going to, I think they're delayed uh, by two weeks. And um, so don't expect to play it, the multiplayer component, until October. But this is pretty cool. They, they've talked about, um, if you guys have seen all the different stuff that's going to be available in this thing, this really looks cool. They're going to have over 500 missions available in the multiplayer component alone. Can you, I mean, 500, Rob, we're never going to get this game done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, they have revealed that the hope behind Grand Theft Auto Online is to create an entire Grand Theft Auto world that consists of everything they've done or are going to do, then let the player freely move between them. They said they've been they've been working around this or talking about this concept since GTA 3. They've always wanted to do this, uh, create a world with the complexity of a single-player Grand Theft Auto game with the addition of real players. They wanted a world where people could spend years without getting bored of playing the same content over and over. And they believe that they've managed to achieve something very close to their dream um, with GTA Online. Wow. Uh, So they got over 500 missions will be available when it launches, some of which can be completed solo while others will require you to team up. All of them take uh, take prior to the start of the single player game, meaning some familiar faces will make an appearance. Um, if you make friends with the right people, you'll also be granted bonuses. For example, biker gangs may offer mission support, or a hacker can hide you on the radar in multiplayer matches. Um, GTA Online will be populated by your friends and crew members first, before shifting to including players of a similar skill level with your geographic region. 
Um, this option is there, however, to fully handpick everyone you play with. When you start your online adventure, you'll have to choose your character's parents, lifestyle, and preferences, all of which determine your starting statistics, which can be upgraded. You'll also be able to select a female avatar. Pretty much all activities from the single-player campaign will be available online, including heists, missions, robberies, assaulting gang hideouts, hijacking armored vehicles, races, along with tennis, golf, and base jumping. In terms of the ones on offer, they'll, they'll change regularly as they're controlled via Rockstar Social Club. After you complete a task, your crew leader will decide who keeps the loot while you're guaranteed to receive reputation points and cash rewards. Uh, the point of the game is to amass heaps of cash and buy assets soon as, such as cars and houses. Houses will have space for storing cars with cheap ones offering two garage spaces compared to expensive penthouses holding ten. Um, you'll want to visit ATMs often, too, as rival players can kill you and take any cash you have on you at the time. <laughs> if you're unlucky enough to be robbed, though, you can put a bounty on the perpetrator's head in a bid to get some revenge. Um it's just going to be crazy, man. I think this is pretty cool. Um, and, and I do want to let everybody know who's listening to this. We actually, you know, we actually have a crew already for this game. Um, and we, we are up to 32 members in our crew for this online just craziness. So if you're looking to join, and the crew is, that's what they call our clan. So we have a TXL clan on this, the Rockstar Social Club. You need to go to socialclub.rockstargames.com. Uh, look for this XBX Life. Um, you couldn't, they, they, you can't use the word Xbox because it's considered um, uh, vulgar, I guess, for some reason. <laughs> so it's this XBX Life. That is the official at thisxboxlife.com uh, crew. Just um, make sure you put a member, um, you know, create your free account there, and then just uh, search for our crew and ask to join, and we'll get you in. we got 32 people already. So that's already a group of 32 people going to be playing this online, so you're going to have a group you can run with um, and do the missions and stuff. So this this will be pretty cool. So check it out and join our crew. Okay. All right. That's it. All right. I lost my page here. Okay. So uh, Battlefield 4, uh, that's a game that a lot of people are looking forward to. It will be releasing uh, on November 19th for Xbox One. And... Wait a minute. Say no- what? what? Oh, for November... Oh, Xbox One. Sorry. Yes. Okay. Yeah. November 19th, actually for the PlayStation 4 and... The Xbox One on November nineteenth, which is a couple days before the actual release of uh, uh, the consoles on the twenty second, and there's going to be an open beta for the PC three sixty and PS three on October first. So um, I guess as part of our public service announcement, if you see anything that says to beta test this on an Xbox One, do not sign up for it. Because you will not be uh, playtesting that because you don't have the console. Come on. So uh, Battlefield 4 open beta uh, on October 1st. So if you want to check it out uh, ahead of time, uh, you definitely can. It, it will give the uh, players the ability to learn maps, unlock items, and build stats for the October 29th release of Battlefield 4 for those uh, three platforms. So uh, that's it. 
it's interesting because you're actually going to – it says you can build your stats. Mm-hmm. Usually when you play these betas and then the game comes out, you're starting over. Sounds Absolutely. like this time, if you're a level 50 already in, in the beta, come day one, you're going to be a level 50. <laughs> if you, I know people well, that will probably get ranked up all the way in, in that one, just in that three-week window or four-week window. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that'll be interesting. Yep. All righty. Um, so we talked about Grand Theft Auto Five. Some people already have the game and are playing it, and Rockstar is actually investigating uh, early copies of the game. So uh, it doesn't affect you guys. I know we got someone in our community. They posted a picture of themselves with the game already in hand. And um, but Rockstar is investigating this. Uh, why a bunch of retailers are already giving it out over the weekend, I guess. So that's it. So if you're, it's not going to affect you guys. It'll affect the retailers doing it. So. Okay. Criterion Games uh, made some fantastic games uh, over the years, uh, in particular the Burnout series, which uh, is one of my favorite racing games uh, of all time. And just recently, the Criterion staff was reduced to 16 people. Staff of 16 employees right now because Electronic Arts moved some people around and they moved, uh, say, somewhere between 60 and 65 Criterion employees to a Sweden-based EA subsidiary, Ghost Games, so that they could work on Need for Speed Rivals. So it's it's sad to see Criterion uh, get whittled down, but uh, I, I really don't know what they're working on. So I don't know if that matters too much. Yeah. In terms of future projects, if they're down to sixteen, I'm assuming that there isn't a Burnout title in the works. No, I don't think there is. I think Burnout's yeah. toast, and they've been working on Need for Speed. So yeah. But but hey, if they can bring some of the Good stuff from Burnout into Need for Speed. Hey, why not? Yeah. All right. So that's that. Payday 2 came out not too long ago, and I thought this was interesting, Rob. We've talked about the future of gaming and how digital games are going to play a big part of that. Payday 2 came out and has sold 1.58 million copies across all platforms. Just 20% of the game sales came through retail channels, while the rest were through digital platforms like Steam, Xbox Live, and PSN. 80% hmm. of this game was digitally sold. Hmm. I think that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. 80%? Uh, I'm yeah, shocked. I, I was really shocked by that. Um, very interesting number, and it's. I think that's kind of foretelling of where the future is, but yeah, I'm not sure why this this particular title, people felt they could buy it digitally and not want a retail copy. Maybe it's more impulse than anything else. Could be. Could be. Because it was a, what, $30 game, so it was like a half-price game to begin yeah. with. So. so that right there probably accounts for a lot more sales, because there's going to be a lot more people buying a $30 game than a $60 game, I would think. True that. <laughs> for something like this, at least. All right. So Fable Anniversary uh, Edition, it looks like it's going to be delayed, unfortunately. Uh, Lionhead Studios uh, on the on Friday said that it was going to be delayed until February. 
of next year. And uh, we'll we'll see if they hold to that. So all of you, everybody that's looking forward to the next release here, we'll have to wait a couple more months. All right. Yep. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's me again. It's you again. <laughs> all right. So last couple of shows we did the Ask Microsoft Anything uh, segment where we kind of read through some of the uh, things posted on IGN where uh, people would write in their questions and then Mark Witten, who's the chief Xbox One platform architect, he answered them. So, uh, hey, didn't you say that you were going to send something in? I did. That... I don't see it. They didn't answer it, did they? Yeah, they did. Well, not completely. Yeah. It, anyway, it, it let, was, let's just go. Um, yeah, just go through them. Yeah, let's go through these. So, uh, first one, is the console region-free or just the software? And Mark responded, uh, neither the console or the software have any region locks. So that's cool. Yay. Uh, will I be able to use Xbox One's Connect to scan in codes like QR codes? like for Xbox Live subscription, Avatar gear, or pre-order bonus for weapons or map packs? And Mark responds, yes, this is something we really like, and you'll see us use it in a variety of digital offerings and more. So that's kind of nice, not having to uh, type in long codes or something. You just hold it up, maybe? Yeah, just hold it in front of your Kinect and should scan the code. (laughs) Awesome, awesome. Here's an odd question. Will the Xbox One be able to use the HD DVD drive from the Xbox 360? Yes, that is an odd question. <laughs> uh, Mark responds, no, we don't have any support for playing HD DVD with the Xbox One. Makes I think sense. that's pretty much a dead platform, I mean, or it's a dead been, format. It's been dead for a long time. Yeah, yeah. So They stopped and, supporting it for 360 a long time ago. Why would they support it on Xbox One when it has a Blu-ray player? So Exactly, yeah. You know. Uh, is Skype coming to the Xbox 360 as an app, presumably? Uh, Mark responds, for now, our focus is on making Skype on Xbox One as a premier experience. The Kinect sensor on Xbox One is great for capturing voice and video with very high quality. With the system architecture of Xbox One, it's easy to instantly move between experiences, including Skype, and to allow you to get Skype calls and have a Skype conversation regardless of what else you're doing on the console. So I guess uh, that's not for the foreseeable future. <laughs> a very long way of saying that. Yeah. And the final question is, will you be releasing old inactive gamer tags for use on the Xbox One? Uh, Mark responds, we've released inactive gamer tags in the past, but it's been a while. Stay tuned. And that is all for this week. Alrighty. And I believe uh, that is all for the topics. Correctamundo. Alright, so uh, moving on to the community topics. You want to do your intro? Um, sure. Uh, join us on uh, Facebook. Uh, look for This Xbox Life. Uh, we got a pretty good, awesome community out there with a lot of chitter and chatter. So if you want to sound off, meet some great gamers, definitely join the group. You can send us email at contact at thisxboxlife.com. In fact, we got an email this week with some bunch of questions and stuff that we're going to read in a minute. Check us out on Twitter, 
It's twitter.com forward slash the sexbox life. And if you want to send us a voicemail and hear yourself in the show, you can use the app on our website. So with that, Rob, I will turn over the question to you. All right. So this one is from Infamous702. I love the show, and I look forward to it every week. I have a question that you guys might know the answer to. I've searched around and can't figure out a clear statement. I know the Xbox One is not backwards compatible, but I don't understand if that pertains to digital. For instance, if the games with gold I'm downloading and adding to my account now, will those be able to be downloaded to my Xbox One later? I keep hearing Mark Witten say things like on Xbox One games our games, our games. So if a digital version of, our, of an arcade game can be added later, I'm not understanding why I would not be able to play a digital version of a 360 game. I just think it would be cool to add stuff later since the Xbox One comes with the 500 gigabyte hard drive. And right now, I'm always deleting and redownloading. Also, uh, would love to hear more of your thoughts on a free game in North America for pre-orders. The more I think about it, the more I get upset. Most of Europe gets a system the same day as us, but they're getting a free game, and not all areas of Europe uh, pay more either. So it's kind of like Microsoft is awarding a non-loyal country uh, sales-wise and ignoring us because uh, they know they have had Sony beat us, or beat there. And uh, that, that's it for <laughs> for his. Now, for the digital uh, portion, I guess it really doesn't matter if it's on disc or if it's digital. A 360 game is a 360 game. So those will not be playable on the Xbox One. Would you say that's correct, Mark? Yeah, it has nothing to do with whether it's a digital game or, or anything. It has to do with it was written... It was written for the to, 360. Yeah, it's like saying you wouldn't put regular unleaded gasoline in a diesel truck. You can say, well, it's still gas. No, that's not. It's it's diesel needs to run on a diesel engine. You know, uh, unleaded needs to run on an unleaded engine. So that's basically the same basic concept here. The 360 game has to run on the engine it was built for, which is 360 hardware. The Xbox One games need to run on an Xbox One engine or hardware it's designed for. So... Yeah, the games are games are games. What when Witten says games are games are games, he means that the Xbox One, uh, when you go to games on the Xbox One dashboard, there's not going to be a split out for arcade titles, for games on demand titles, and for indie titles. You're going to go into games, and you will see indie games. You will see full retail sixty dollar games. You're going to see the arcade quote, you know, ten, fifteen, five dollar yeah. games. They're all going to be in the same catalog. place. It's going to be one big game store. It's it's just not going to be segregated or categorized. It's just right, right. Go to the game store and find what you want. Actually, that it's that's its new name, right? The Microsoft Game Store. Yes. So there you go. So or Xbox Games is what it's called, not Microsoft. Xbox. Okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. And then uh, was the second part here? Was that from Infamous too? Yes, it was. Okay. Um, you know, so it writes in. I figured you guys would bring up uh, tonight the story about game devs claiming PS4 is 50% faster. So I just wanted to give you guys a link to Times Magazine saying uh, to be skeptical in case you had not uh, seen it. So that was oh, that first story that we talked about. We're skeptical about anything that says yeah. PlayStation's better. 
Because it's not. <laughs> it's just not. <laughs> like, well, it's not that it's it's not better. It just I feel that the systems are comparable. Exactly. They're, they're going to be they're going to be pretty close, and it, it doesn't matter speed wise or whatever. Okay, so that's it for the community section this week. Moving on to the retail releases this week. There's a, a couple titles. Uh, there's the first one, uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. Have you heard of this one, Mark? I mean, this it's, this must be it's some. Uh, yeah, this must be some like indie title. Obviously, you haven't heard of it. It's <laughs> Grand Theft Auto V. V. <laughs> I don't know what this Grand Theft Auto V is for victory. V so, for victory. Yeah, it's a small game. I don't think they're going to sell, but maybe two or three copies. Yeah, um, it'll be in the clearance bin in a week. Yeah, probably. So it yeah. doesn't even have an online. There's no multiplayer. Come on, you got to like wait a couple of weeks to get multiplayer. I mean, who even does that? Yeah, yeah no one's going to buy this. <laughs> yeah, so this one uh, is going to be set in the LA-inspired city of Los Santos. Like uh, GTA San Andres. But now the next game, this is going to break all sales records this week. You watch. Absolutely. Hot Wheels, world's best driver, coming out on the 17th. Yeah, Go yeah, baby. It. Go get it. I know Mark's not going to be playing anything else but this one, right? Yeah. I can't believe GTA would even come out against Hot Wheels. Same know, right? day. That's just crazy. Then, uh, also, then on the 18th, we've got Foul Play. Uh, this is a side-scrolling brawler that rewards performance over pummeling. This is the next BLA game. And we have, on the 17th, Metro Last Light Developer Pack. And that's it. Yay, woohoo! Those are the four big titles this week. All right. And that's it for the show. That's it. I got to go. I got to call in a couple minutes. So... Uh, thank you for listening. If you listen to us on iTunes, please rate us five stars. We really appreciate it. And we appreciate you guys' uh, dedication to the community and the show. Hope to see you out on Facebook and online. My name is Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, taking off. And I'm Rob, also known as Presar. Thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll catch you all next week.